Okay, today's daf is Psachim daf Laman Ches. We are on Laman Zayin Amid Beis. Three lines from the bottom, Amar Rav Asi. So we're going to continue discussing what type of matzah one could be yoyed to their mitzvah with. We'll get back to my Sashini, and some, we'll sprinkle in some other halachos as we continue the daf. So three lines from the bottom, Laman Zayin Amid Beis. Amar Rav Asi, Isa Shalmai Sashini. That if you had dough that was made from wheat that was Meister Shani wheat. The Divir Rav Meir, according to Rav Meir, we're going to see in a few minutes, he holds that Meister Shani is considered Mamun Gavoya, that it's owned by the Beis HaMikdash, or Hektish. So then, Petura Menachala. It's Patur from Chala. Why? We're going to see the Torah says, Reishis Arisai Sechem. It has to be your dough. That's when you're Chayev to give the Dua Frasha. If it's not yours, your potter, you would be chayiv and chalas. This is a discussion and just to think about it for a minute. On one hand, Meister Shani is one of the matanas that we give or that we have to separate from our our uh, fields. The first, second, you know, uh, fourth and fifth year of the shemitah cycle. However, on the other hand, unlike truma. Or Maiser, or Bikurim, all the other things, we actually eat it ourselves. You bring it to Yerushalayim and you eat it yourself. So you could see how there could be two ways to view it. One way is that it's standard matanas that we separate, and therefore it's Mamun Hektish, Mamun Gevaya, as the Gemara calls it. Or, no, it's Mamun Bailan. There's specific details that you have to eat in Yerushalayim, but it's considered yours. What's the Nafkamina? So right here we have a Nafkamina regarding Hafrashas Chala. According to Rameir Isa of Meister Shani is Pater Menachala, and according to the Chum, it's Chayevas Bechala, you'd be Chayev to give Chala. What's another Halacha? Lamed Chesam and Aleph, Matzois Shal Meister Shani. What if you had Matzah of Meister Shani in Yerushalayim? The Dibra Rameir, Ein Adam Yaitzaba Yedechavasa Pesach. You're not Yaitzah. Now that we know our mayor holds it's mama and gavaya, so maybe it's not called your matzah. And perhaps there's some special din by matzah that it has to be yours. No, it's considered mama and bailim, since you're able to eat it, so obviously it's yours. So no problem. Another halacha. So we're putting together all these halachas, chala and lulav and matzah, that it has to be yours. So when it comes to Marisa Shani, it depends. If you hold it to yours, it's mamayin bailim, so of course he yaitz. If you hold it's mamayin gavaya, you're not yaitz. Afraid to hold on a second. You want to tell me about our freshest chala, I understand. When it comes to dough, the Torah says, Reishis arisai seichem, it has to be your dough. Misha lachem, esrgnami dechsev, ulekachtem lachem. You have to take, by emeration, right? Priyat sadar. So there it says, lachem, misha lachem yehe. Elamatzah. Miksiv matzaschem. Look at my my chumash doesn't say anything about your matzah. Amarava v'itemerav yemar bar shlomia asya lechem lechem. We have gzera shava lechem lechem. Ksiv hachet says by matzah lechem aini. Uksiv hasam by chala v'hoye ba'achol ba'achol chemi lechem aaretz ma'ala halami shalachem. Just like by chala, we know from the other pasuk that that the dough has to be yours. So lechem there by chala teaches me. By lechem, by matzah, 
Avkan Mishalachem, it has to be your matzah. Leva Messiah, let me bring a raya to Rav Asi. Isa Shamayas Sheni Beturim and Achala. The Rameh Rachamayim Chayeves. You see that Isa is different. That Isa of Chala is, is according to Rameh is Patur and Chum Holy Chayev. So you see from here that Mayas Sheni. Regarding the hafrashas chala is totally in the machlekas or and the chachamim, so it's a good raya. So the Gemara doesn't like the terminology here. Lema messiah? What do you mean? Let's say it's a raya. Hainuach, that, that is the raya. There's nothing else to talk about. So the Gemara says hachika amarle. Lema, let's say midepligi beisa bahanach nami pligi. Perhaps the same way they argue when it comes to dough, which means here the halachas of chala. Perhaps they argue Bahanach Nami, which is talking about Esraik and Matzah. And that would be Uriah, that if you hold it, it's the same Achlaik, it's the Uriah to, to Ravasi. I don't know, one could say another, Shani Hasam, you're right, that although by Chala we clearly see the Machlekes plays, itse- plays itself out, that if the Maishashini is yours, you're Chayav and Chala. If it's not yours, you're Patr from Chala. Maybe Chala is different. Tachsiv, Arisai Seichem, Arisai Seichem, Trey, Zimni, since it says it two times, so first it says Reish Arisai Seichem, and the next passage says May Reish Arisai Seichem, so double Lashon of saying yours, that clearly emphasizes that it has to be yours. But when it comes to Esreg, it only says once, Lachem. When it comes to uh, matzah, just like Zerah Shabbos, I wouldn't know necessarily if we would apply it to matzah. L'halacha, it's brought down in Shulchan Aruch that a person has to own their matzah. And the question is, there's a few interesting questions, l'halacha, uh, hopefully not so negea, but let's say a person buys something on credit. Now, if you use a credit card or you pay by check, all the can agree that, that that's, that's considered a normal form of payment and there's no problem. But let's say you pay on credit and you tell the, uh, the owner of the makolet, I'll, I'll pay you after, after Yantif, and you picked up your matzahs, many achronim point out that perhaps there was no gemiras das, maybe it's not yours at this point, it's just a loan, and it could be you're not yaitis. So the a person should definitely pay up front, or just use a normal form of payment, PayPal, a credit card, whatever you use, that would not be a problem. That is one halacha that comes out of this. The Sfasemis raises the question of, of if you're a guest by someone's house, uh, they didn't. They weren't makna you the matzah. They, you're just you're just eating matzah. So he talks about maybe if everyone has their own portion, that's fine because that's earmarked for you. However, la halacha, I've never seen anyone start doing kinyanim. We can rely on there's a tshuva in the betzala chachma, Rabbi Tzala Stern. Zetzal, he was the Melbourne rav, the brother of the debetzina rav, the Ber Moshe, more famous brother. But anyways, he has a tshuva. He says lemaisa. Once you put it in your mouth. You're kind of it. <laughs> they, don't, they don't want it back. So it's, it's yours. So once it's yours, maybe if you touch it already during COVID, you already touched the matzah, so it's yours. They don't want it back. That's a real gemiras das, and that's called a kinyan. But either way, that, that's the way a person uh, is yaitza his matzah. So you see one halacha from here, off the bat, that you need to have, it has to be your matzah. Another interesting halacha, which it could be referenced from this Gemara, is the concept that if it's not yours, if it's not your chala, if it's not your arisa, your pata from chala. So there's a question in, in the paiskim regarding corporations. What's the status of a corporation in halacha? Many of the many of the paiskim attempted to compare it to mamun gavaya, meaning technically it's yours. Let's say Maestro Shani, you're the one that's eating it, but it could be there's something that we have like a split ownership here, where you have some element of control, but because it's not yours, the Torah doesn't call it yours. So perhaps we could start thinking about different 
scenarios of corporations where you have managing partners, uh, you know, C-suite executive but level level uh, you know employees, but technically there's no liability. It's not really really theirs. They get a salary, or they could take a dividend, but it's not really technically theirs from legal from legal uh, standpoint. So some of the can said perhaps corporations should not have this halachic status. Mm-hmm. So what's the nafkamina? Many many uh, halachic uh, ramifications. Number one regarding Shabbos being open on Shabbos. Again, there's Maris Ayin, but let's say everyone knows it's a public company or it's a corporation. Maybe there will be no Maris Ayin, and there will be no problem of Shabbos. Another halacha would be ribis, paying ribis or charging ribis serving non-kosher food, um, many different halachas that, that come from this. There are those Paiskin that say, 100% no problem, a corporation is owned by a, a dummy entity, it is not owned by the Jews, and therefore, even if you have Jewish partners, that's not called ownership. Some of the Paiskin go to the extreme other way and say, no, just because it's incorporated, that's just a liability factor, but they, they, they run the place, that would be considered theirs. And there were those that even put it in Shtaris. They put it in Shtar and Mechira. Let's say you own stock in a, in a bread company, so you would do Mechira's Chametz on the stock. Other Paiskin said, don't do Mechira's Chametz on the stock because you're making it look like a joke. Who, who, who sells stocks? Uh, you're, not on the, you're not on the stock exchange. You can't just sell stocks to a janitor and shul. You can't do that. So uh, some say don't don't put it in the stars because it makes it look like a joke. There are some nuanced opinions. Ramesha Feinstein has a chuva regarding uh, charging interest. So he said that you're allowed to charge a corporation interest. That's how you could. Uh, why, why is that? Because the interest is based on liability, and the isseribus is only to someone that has liability. But in a LLC or whatever, where the owners are not liable. So then they are allowed to pay ribbis. Interesting hatter from Ramaisha. Another hatter that is a little more accepted is when it comes to dirabanans, we could be more mega. Since it's a discussion, it's a, it's a good debate. If corporations are a separate entity and it's not owned by the, the Jewish owners in, in, that, in, that, in that scenario, perhaps by dinim dirabanan, we could think of, think of ways to be mega. So because of this, some place can hold that you're allowed to buy you know, chametz uh, from a Jewish-owned distributor or Jewish-owned supermarket, even if they didn't sell the chametz, if they are, in fact, incorporated, because that question is the shayla of a Dirabaran, while others say better to be machmir and, and, you know, read the lists and figure out which ones sold the chametz or not. Okay. Let's... Franchise is the same thing as far as Marisayan? Um, Marisayan really depends how people view it. So if everyone knows that there was a fellow, I used to know his friend... Um, I know I the, I Jimmy know Jimmy John's in Miami Beach is owned by a Jew, and he's open Shabbos, and he doesn't sell his chametz, and he has a hefter. You just can't go there for a little bit after Pesach, but he is open Shabbos. Right, so it could be he's he's violating Israel, <laughs> and they're telling him you're wrong for doing it, but he says I don't care, and uh, whatever, you know. Some Ashkachas wouldn't want to give Ashkacha on a place like that if they're owned by Jews and open on Shabbos. That's why we don't have uh, Ashkacha on many of the Dunkin' Donuts here, even if they would get kosher fake bacon in Minneapolis, many of the Dunkin', Dunkins, they're not even called Dunkin' Donuts anymore, many of the Dunkins are, are they still, I don't know, they're dropping the name, they're owned by a Jew, and if he's open on Shabbos, we would assume that's a big Hashem, to be open on Shabbos giving Ashkacha, so we would not, we would not certify it. Um, but, but the question of Maris Ayin, if that's the only problem of Maris Ayin, so it depends how people view it. If everyone, if everyone knows that Come on, there must be some type of mechira here. So then maybe it's not Marisai. Let's say the Mall of America. It's owned by Jews, right? So, but everyone knows. It's B'nai Torah. They figured out a way. Actually, actually, asked of Shema Miller. I think he made the star for them. So, fine. Then maybe it wouldn't be Marisai. 
But I don't know. It really depends on, Marasain depends on how people are going to view it. There's a Magan Avram Nochas Hanukkah talks about the, the halacha says that if you have two separate entrances to your home, you have to put a menorah by, by each entrance because a passerby might not really, he might think you're not lighting menorah. So the Magan Ram says, yeah, but if everyone in your town knows that that's your house, you have a big corner house, so then you don't need to put a menorah there. So it really depends on the standard people, how they're going to view your operations. Okay, let's keep going. Bo'i Rabbi Shimon ben Lakish. So we're just adding on a few uh, details there. So you have you have chala. Now chala on its own, we said you could be yaita with chala if you're a kain. Ma'aser sheni we had a machlekes because there it said le'achalti ba'ini mimenu. We had a machlekes Rabbi Kiva and the other tanoam if you're allowed to use ma'aser sheni as matzah. But at this point, we're assuming you could. The question is here: it's chala of ma'aser sheni. What's this detail? So the Gemara is going to explain. Aliba Rabbi Yosei who holds that you cannot. You're not yaitzah with Meister Shani because Meister Shani, you say, and the Pasuk says, it has to be something that you could eat, and not Meister Shani. So, there's no Shiloh. If you can't use Meister Shani, you can't use challah that was separated from a Meister Shani bread. Obviously not. Of course you can't. You are yaitzah with Meister Shani. Now, why would there be a difference? Because classic Meister Shani, although the Torah says, you have to be able to eat it in all the areas, wherever you, wherever you are, not just in Yerushalayim. And we learned from there that Bikurim cannot be used for matzah, yet Meister Shani could. The Gemara asked it as a kasha, I think it was Lamed Haim and the Gemara, Lamed Ravonov, the Gemara said, the Gemara said that you could, in fact, use Meister Shani because I typically you cannot eat it outside of Yerushalayim. If it would become Tame, you could then bring it outside of Yerushalayim. So that was true for Meister Shani. But now that I have a wrinkle of challah here, I, I separate a challah. Now, if challah becomes Tame, I can't do anything with it. Challah, that's Tame, you have to burn it. That's what we do with When your wife bakes challah, if you bake challah, you burn the challah. Why? Because we assume we're all Tame, and perhaps there's no kahanam to give it to. You have to burn it. So you can't eat it. So Bechulun, Hudanafik, Bechulun, you could be Yaitza, fine. But the Imi Tamu, because if it became Tame Yeshlan, had to Bechom Shavas. And it wouldn't be excluded from the Pasuk of Bechom Sechem When it comes to challah that was separated from Maeser Sheni, the Imi Tamu, if the only hetter of using it outside of Yerushalayim is because because it might become tummy, but if it did, be, if it did become tummy, less la hetter bechom shavos. You don't have a hetter to eat it. For the sreifa, you have to burn your challah like we do every Friday, right? Light enough, so therefore, light nothing. You should not be yitza with challah of meiser sheni. That would be one sad of the question. Oidilma, perhaps no. Maybe Amrina, we say hoyel since the idul lekara lehashem. What if he wouldn't have called this challah? So, meaning, I have a pasuk. The pasuk tells me that matzah has to be eaten, has to be edible in all your land, not just in Yerushalayim. And Ma'aser Sheni technically fits that criteria. Now, by separating this challah, I ruined it. Maybe let's just ignore that last part. 
that's that, that fine. You're right. If you did separate a challah, you ruined it. But because I didn't have to separate a challah, you know, it, it, if, if I wouldn't have separated a challah and it would have become tummy, it would technically be able to be eaten. There's some type of lambdus of hayal. Let's go back to the original din. And technically, I could fit this into the umbrella of It's a lambdus of din. Again, we're just dealing with details in how you darshan sukkim. So that's the Gemara's Shiloh. So Hashtanami Nafik, you would also be able to be Yaitza with Chala of Maishashini. That is the two sides to the question. So Ikada Amri, there are those that say, Ha Vadai Loiti Bailach. That's not a Shiloh. The Vadai Amrin Hala, for sure we say Hala. That since you since if you view it pre Hafrosh's Chala, you could have eaten it outside Yerushalayim. So it's under the umbrella of Bachomosh Fesechem. Kiti Bailach, what's the Shiloh? We have chala halakuach bekesef ma'isasheni. So chala was was separated from from a dough that was purchased with kesef ma'isasheni in Yerushalayim. So now the question is, we have machlokes in the in the Gemara. According to the rabbanon, which we're going to see in a minute, there's no shiloh because came into Ami they hold that even someone who's uh, eating that uh, that yipada. So Hainumaiser, since they hold that even that food that was purchased with Kesef Meiser Shani, even if it became tame, you could still redeem it. So Hainumaiser, that's your classic din of Meiser. You could bring it wherever you want. There's no Shiloh. Kiti Bailoch, let's focus on this part. What would the Shiloh be? Ali Rabbi Yehuda, the Amar, he holds that if you purchased food with Kesef Meiser Shani, so let's go back to the classic narrative. person has grain, and he lives outside Yerushalayim, number f- first, second, fourth, and fifth years of the Shemitah cycle, he goes up and he brings Meir Most people don't have trucks, they're going to redeem it on a coin, and they're going to bring the coin and their cash up to, up to Yerushalayim. Now, you cannot use Asimon, we looked at it before, so there's very specific details how you do it. When you purchase food, that now has a din of Maishashini. What if that food that you purchased in Yerushalayim became Tameh? The Chacham say, no problem. Even though it became Tameh, you can still redeem it. You can bring it outside Yerushalayim, no problem. According to Rabbi Yehuda, Yikavar, it has to be, it has to be buried. You cannot eat this. So let's see this Mishnah. Halakuach, uh, because of Maishashini. See, a food that was purchased with the Kesef Maishashini, Shinitma became Tameh. Chacham say, Yipadeh. You can redeem it, and then it become, that new thing becomes Meiser. For Rabbi Yehuda, Aymar, you cover, you have to bury it. Once it was purchased with Kesem Meiser Sheni, you cannot, you cannot redeem it on something else. So, so the Gemara is like this. What's the Shiloh? Me, I'm reading a coin job. Do we say hoil vi loyla kua chavi? Why don't we work backwards, like another hoil? Since if he wouldn't have bought it, if he wouldn't have purchased it with the Meiser Sheni, it would just have been, it, would, it wasn't bought with the money of Maestro Shani. This would be good old Maestro Shani itself. It would have brought a truck of, of fruit to Yerushalayim. Then you could redeem it, right? And he would be able to eat it, Bechol, Moish Vaisechem, if it became Tame. So do we say that? And Vahoyol, Veloy Kara Leashem, Vitame. And if you would not have called it Chala, and it would have become tummy before it was did a farshashala. The question is, do I say hayol twice? Hayol that I didn't really, that I didn't 
use the money to purchase this. This was really the original Maishashini, which could be redeemed. And Hoyol, that before I separated Aschala, it would have been classic Maishashini that could have taken, if it would become Tameh, I could have taken it outside of Yerushalayim. So it's two Hoyols. I don't know. Chad Hoyol Amrinon, Trey Hoyol, Loy Amrinon. Maybe we only say one Hoyol, but we don't say two Hoyols. That's the, that's the Kasha. So Marava, Mestavra, Shein Maishr Chadav. Meh, it's all inclusive. Maishr Shaini is fine. Aye, it's not Bechol Maish Vaisechem. In a typical way, Maishr Shaini that became Tameh would be, in fact, Bechol Maish Vaisechem. Are you going to ask me? I can find interesting details if it was redeemed. And then, then it became Tameh, or he did a Fasha Shala. Don't worry about it. It's all included in the umbrella of Maishr, and Maishr Shaini is Mutter to use as Matzah. Okay, next topic. The Mishnah Laman Hayamadalaf told us uh, uh, halacha regarding chalais taidais or kike nazar. And the Mishnah differentiated between what the intent was when you baked this bread. So, as we know, when a person brings a taida, you bring 40 loaves, 10 of those are chala, and that's why we do not say mismal asaida if you're an Ashkenazi, you don't say mismal asaida at Pesach because you couldn't have brought the carbon taida of Pesach. But 30 of those loaves were matzah. They weren't our flat, hard matzah. Yesterday's daf, they were these thick, uh, thick breads. But they were not leavened bread, and they weren't chametz. They were matzah. So the, the question was, can I use this as my matzah the first night of Pesach? So the mission differentiated between the intent of the distributor. If it was, if it was manufactured for chalos, taidah, kikin nazir, if he did it for himself, so then you cannot use it. But if he did it to sell, the Gemara, the Mishnah said you could, in fact, be yotzer with this. The Gemara says, I'm a rabba. So the Gemara says, how do I know that if he made it for himself, even though it's, you know, it's, 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 it's 100% kosher le Pesach, but if he made it for his own carbon, you cannot use it. So I'm a rabba. The Amakra, the Pasuk says, Ushmartem es ha-matzais. The Pasuk says you have to watch, you have to guard the matzais. Look at Rashi. They have to guard it l'shem matzah shal mitzvah. That it should not become chametz. It's also a kavanah l'shem matzah shal mitzvah. It's actually a machlekes rishonim, which we'll get to in a minute. What this means, but either way, let's just pause in, in a line. Matzah hamishtameres l'shem matzah. That the matzah has to be manufactured. I'm using that term for matzah. Yatzazu sheimishtameres l'shem matzah el l'shem zevach. This was not made for matzah. This was made for a carbon. So when a person makes it for himself, for his own carbon, he cannot use it as his matzahs. The Gemara, towards the end of the Amr, will differentiate between this and someone who does it to sell. Okay, but before we get to this, to that, to that part of it, let's stop for a second. Right over here, this is actually the source for the concept of Shmura Matzah. That the Torah says, Shmartem es matzahs, that matzah has to be guarded l'shem matzah. What does it mean to be guarded l'shem matzah? Machlech is Rishonim. Rashi actually alludes to both of them here. Not clear Rashi holds, but there's one shita of the Ra'ah and others that hold that it means you have to make sure it doesn't become chametz. What does that mean? Mashkiach, cameras, whatever you have to do, make sure there's no chametz involved. That's the definition of shmur matzah. Many of the other Rishonim, the Rashba and the Sauds, Pasch and the Shulchan Aruch, that not only does it, does it, that you need to make sure it doesn't become chametz, it ha- actually has to be made lishma. It has to be made l'shem matzos mitzvah, uh, right? So when you go to a matzah factory, that's what they're saying. They're saying l'shem matzos mitzvah. That's the machlekes uh, Rishonim. Now there's a very interesting question: At what point does it have to be shmura? When you go purchase your matzos. Uh, in, in town or whatever you, wherever you are, 
you have different options. You can get shmura matzah, you get non-shmura, right? It's like, it's like going to vote. There's all these different types. $35, $10. And the question, what does shmura mean? What does shmura not mean? So if you look at halacha, the, what a person is supposed to do, lechatchilo, this is how the shonar haskins, that you should have shmira mishas katsira. By the time they harvest the grain, from that point on, it should be shamur, it should be guarded, it should be done the shma, and that's your classic shmura matzah. The companies will label it shmura matzah if it was guarded from the time of harvesting. There's a later time, which the rush holds, that's fine, lechatchila. The rush says the only time you have to start guarding it is when they introduce water to it. So when is that? So in the times of the rush, they used to use a water mill. That was a classic standard way of milling with water. So at that point, it's already being this water introduced to the wheat. So then you need to have shmira to make sure you're looking at the kernels, making sure they did not become chametz. Bachrein and point out, if you're not using a water mill, so the first time the water is introduced is called lisha, the kneading of the dough. So that's where the term came, shmira mishas lisha. So when, you're go, when you go purchase matzah, so your classic shmura matzah, the expensive type, that means it was guarded already from the time of Kitsira. Your matzah is pshutais, you know, five boxes for $10, your shrites or your uh, Jerusalem matzahs, whatever, Yehuda matzahs, those are not shmura mishas Kitsira. they're shmura mishas lisha or tchina, depending on how they, they're manufactured. Lehalacha, a person is yaitza with all of them. Bidiyavir, even not so bidiyavir, a person is yaitza with any of those. However, lechatchilo, the short we, we paskin like the Shochanarach, that most of the Rishonim, that you want to get Shmura Mishas Ketzira. So therefore, it's important a person's going to purchase, you're doing your Pesach shopping, to get the, uh, the Shmura Matzah label for the night of the Seder. What about the rest of the week? Even according to, the, to the, those that hold, there's some Indian of eating matzah all seven days, perhaps it could be mekel, you know, even according to those, but for, for the most part, one does not need to have Shmura Matzah the rest of Yantif. What about the uh, shmura matzah meal, right? So the shmura matzah meal we call uh, gunpowder, right? Actually, I don't eat gabrux, so it doesn't really bother me. But for those that eat gabrux, so the shmura, so someone called me last year, someone locally, they were horrified. Their wife made all these matzah balls and cakes and cookies because they made Pesach for the first time last year. Many of them will be making Pesach for the second time this year, but uh, they'll find out soon what they're doing. But uh, their wife made all these matzo balls and all these other things, and they used sh- uh, non-shmura matzo meal. And this person is so makbid, right? All, all, all the sh- so he asked, what's the deal? Are you, are you allowed to eat? He would never eat just a plain OU matzo. So from a halachic standpoint, there's no problem. You don't need shmura matzo balls, and no problem. And even if it is shmura, it's shmura mishas trina, there'll be no issue with that. There'll be no Indian at all to be machmer regarding that. However, there is, a, there is an important point to be made that when the companies make shmura matzah, so that means there's a lot of time and effort and manpower and they make something called a mahadran product versus your standard matzahs, your standard matzah meal, unfortunately there's, uh, there's what to be desired as far as hashkacha goes. So if a person is, is looking for a chumrah, it makes sense that it's a better product to get the shmura matzah meal. Now does that mean a person has to do that? That means you can't, that means you cannot buy any Gebrux product. Let's say you go to Barley's uh, CRC Kosher La Pesach cookies. Those are not shmura. Those are regular OUP matzah meal or cake batter, whatever they call it. 
person has to know. Anytime you have a hidder in, in life or a chumrah, there's a, there's a worth extra $10 a box. So it's something to ask, to ask a rav before deciding, yeah, I want to be machmer and get the mahadrin hashkacha. It's a, it's, a, it's a good thing to think about. But the, as far as eating uh, matzah, the first night of Pesach, that's the time where a person should be machmer to get shmura, all the way of mishas katsira. That's your classic shmura matzah. There was a debate, and there still is a debate, regarding machine versus hand matzah. So just to be uh, intellectually honest, so there were a lot of political reasons why this became a debate. Number one is that some of the, 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 the rebels were afraid that many of the workers would lose their jobs if they would not, if they would not uh, enforce the, the, the hand matzah use. That was one thing that was discussed. More importantly is that the people that started it were not your classic from a Yidin. They were you know, enlightened Jews. Those that had the money, they were, they were uh, so, so two things. Number one, they were concerned that it will be chametz, that they wouldn't be doing it properly, and that was a valid concern. Number two, as Rabelsky always tells us, whenever there's a lot of money involved, it gets into the hands of unscrupulous people. That's number two. And number three was that this was a classic Hungarian uh, uh, approach it overlaps many things, Zionism and the, 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 the Ivrit, that any time something was associated with the non-religious group, they, they didn't want any part of it. And if you read the history, although the Satmar Rebbe wrote a huge safer with Mar Mekhemis and everything, the backdrop to that was that the, pro, the, the, the concern of the Hungarian Rabbanim was that it was, it was a, a non-religious movement. That was more than all the Tyra that was involved. Just a very interesting point uh, regarding the, the speaking Ivrit. So throw this into the conversation. And this has been a decision for many uh, of those Rabbanim and that group of, of Yidin to just not associate with, with, uh, with, with, that, with that other group of Jews that were not Torah observant. Okay. Now, as far as halacha concern, there is the, the question of chametz, but today, if, if, it's, if it's done well, there's no concern for chametz. Actually, there's less of a concern for chametz in a machine matzah. The other shayla was lishma. That, how is that called lishma? By turning on a machine. So first of all, we said the ra'ah holds, doesn't have to be made lishma. You just have to have mashkiach. They were shmartim, just guard it. So that would be fine. Uh, the other, even if you want to go with the other Rishonim, when they do katsiro and they cut it, they don't have the Jew cutting the, uh, the, the wheat. I think there's one chabur they do that. For $45 a pound, they have a Jew cut the, uh, the wheat. Everyone relies on the ra'ah when it comes to, when it comes to katsira. They turn on the machine, maybe. Okay, fine. So, so anyways, most of our tzitzis, unless you specifically got a suasiyad, tzitzis, talis, or tefillin, most of our Judaica, which is brought down halacha. It has to be made lishma. That's even that's not even a debate. Everyone agrees it has to be made uh, lishma. They use machines. This is an old debate, and many paiskim were make all that this is called lishma, coupled with the fact that the ra'ah and many rishonim hold you don't need it to be lishma and asiya of Yisrael. All you need to do is have a shmira. So that is why halacha there is no problem at all. A person could get uh, machine matzah. You can hand matzah. As with everything else in life, there's different levels of kashrus, different levels of hider, but. Uh, there, there is no problem. Rebelsky used to always tell us that there was, a, there was an old biography or, uh, of many of the G'daylim from Yerushalayim, from the old, the old Yishuv, and he said they all had different hashkafas. Rav Kook, Rav, uh, Rav Yosef Chaim Zanenfeld, Rav Ari Levine. He said there was one thing they all had in common, is they all ate machine matzah. So that, that, that was, there's definitely what to rely on. Um, it's not even, I, I wouldn't even call it a debate today. 
maybe for the chinuch, for the kids, if the Haggadah picture book has the pictures of a round matzah, okay, so you use a round matzah. But uh, halakhali, there is, there is no concern of that. Okay. So Rabelsky, I asked him, he said really he would eat it instead of the hand matzah because he felt that the, the kashras is better. But he used to go with the Tarvadas guys to, to make matzah, matzah chabura. So he'll eat that, whatever. He's also, he don't want anyone to feel bad. Nobody would know anyways, but yeah, so he, he ate that. Okay, fine. By the way, if anyone's making matzah the chabura, usually that ends up being chametz. So you have to really know what you're doing when, when you make matzah. Okay. Fine, let's keep going. Rav so let's go back to this. So now that we know there has to be a shmirah of matzah lishma, whether it means you have to guard it lishma or you have to actually have to make it lishma. So when, if it was made for karbonis, for the lachme toider or the lachme nazir, not going to work. Rav Yosef Amar, another pshat. Amar, kada patzta shivas yamim matzah techelu, matzah hanecheles shivas yamim, matzah that's eaten for seven days. Yatzazu, the chalis toider or kiki nazir, when they're offered, they can only be brought for liyom v'layla, she'en necheles shivas yam, liyom v'layla. You cannot use that as your matzah for for uh, for your uh, for, for the seder. Tanya kavasa the rabba, the Tanya kavasa the rav Yosef. Tanya kavasa the rabba. Yachol yitzi the kavasai the chalis toider kike nazir. I would think it'd be able to yotzi your mitzvah of matzah with these chalis toider kike nazir. Tamaloimar v'shmartem es hamatzos matzah mishtameres l'shem matzah has to be guarded l'shem matzah yotzazoi sheina mishtameres l'shem matzah el l'shem zevach for a carbon. The carbonis, when you brought a, a, a tamid, I'm sorry, when you brought a carbon tadir, uh, I'm sorry, when you brought a carbon tadir, I can't read, uh, then you uh, would not be able to eat this bread for seven days. You only have Laila v'yoyim, so therefore you cannot use it as your matzah. So the Gemara says, hold on a second, let's back, let's go back to many of the sugis we learned over the last few days, and we're going to ask it on this stuff. So it's a good chazara. I, number one, of a tapik lay mi lechem oini. It says lechem oini, and only something that could be eaten uh, even ba'aninas. Mi shenechel ba'aninas yatza zeh shenechel ba'aninas ella b'simcha. It has to be eaten b'simcha. By the way, there is a debate in the Mishnayis and the Gemara if kachim could be eaten by onion. Clearly here that an onion cannot eat kachim. So you cannot use this as as your matzah because it says lechem oini. So the Gemara says sevelak rabbi kiva. Those are Rabbi Kiva that say we don't learn out oini. Dama oni ksev. It doesn't have a yud. A vav. It says ayin non yud. Oni not oini. Next question. The tapik lay the have lay matzah shira. Hold on a second. If you look at the recipe, the recipe for the carbon toida was yet chalis matzus blulos by shemen. Rakiki matzus mishuchin by shemen. So you have oil. So isn't that called matzah shira? It's only a revius, right? So the guy telling his wife who's on a diet, nah, it's only a little oil. It's not, not, it's not, so, uh, not so fattening. You have one revius of oil, three ounces of oil. That's amongst all these 40 breads. You're not going to have too much oil. You're not going to call that matzah ashiris. Okay, let's ask another question. You're only able to eat in Yerushalayim. So I'm uh, there is a Gemara in Megillah that talks about in the times of the Mishkan, which is even when we, when we uh, settled in, in Eretz Yisrael, for many hundreds of years we only had a Mishkan. A Mishkan. So the question was, which Karbanas were able to be brought on the Bama there 
and that's called Noi Vigivain. So we hold, according to Reish Lakish, he's saying, we learned from here, that they could have been brought, that a taida was able to be brought, and therefore it's not exclusive to Yerushalayim. So technically, it wouldn't be excluded from Mechom HaShvesech. Tanya, I never heard of Psak. Rabbi Loi continues. We know. You made it for your own personal carbon. You did it to sell. You could be Yitzaban. Now, Kishabasi Vritsesi Devam from Rabbi Lazar. Amali Bris, you're right. He swore. This is what was said to me. Or meant to say, yes, I know this to be true. Ikeda Amri. Bris, he was asking, really? This is fact? You don't have to explain yourself. What is this? Some type of uh, catechism? What, what is this? So the Gemara says, What is Pshat in our Mishnah? When you're a Meicher, when you're selling it to the Shuk, so it depends on the customer. You say like this If I sell it, then I'll sell it. Vila misdavein. If I don't sell it, meaning you have a rakike nazir uh, bakery. So if I sell it, good. It will be sold as lachme taida. If not, apuk beyana. I'll use it for my own matzah. So it comes out that you did in fact make it l'shem matzah mitzvah. So the place can say that lets you have dual intention, and one of them is for the mitzvah l'shem matzah mitzvah. The other one is for some other reason. Luckily, it's not a problem. You see, Mara Gemara, they could have two, 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 uh, two, two kavanas here. Another point of discussion is that you find this concept mentioned often in halacha. Can a person do something on a tanai? An example, every morning. Let's say a person wakes up and he's diving at a later minion. There's two zmanim and kriyashma. There's magen avram and the, and the gra, or whatever. Let's say a person is not sure if he's going to make zman kriyashma at the right time. So it's brought down in the mishnayim already. One of the reasons why we say shema during karbanos is because then, you know, your classic, you know, 9 o'clock, 9.30 minion, you're not going to make Isman Kriyashma, so you say it by Karbanes. So the Torah, right, I think it's the Torah, the Ramah, that you should say Kriyashma ala tanai, that just in case you won't be Yaitza later on with the Brachas. So it sounds like you can make it tonight. It sounds like from our Gemara. You can make it tonight that if, I, if we end up making this man, I'd rather say it with the, with the brachas, but Sibar. If we don't make this man, so I'll say, I'll say it now during Karbanas. I only say one parsha, so some reason I'm that's fine. Brachas Davbez. If you remember Rashi, Davbez and Madalaf. So that would be fine. Another time you see this is by Sirus Aimer, a person who's, who says, wants to say Sira and Shul, so he doesn't forget later. But even though he knows that it's probably better to say it after Tseis, can he do that? Another example, we'll get to this later in the Masech, is Afi Kaiman. There's a Machlekes, according to the Avnei Nezer, at least, is a Machlekes, if you could be Yaitz Afi Kaiman the entire night, only or only up until Chatzais. So can he make a Tanai? So you see from our Gemara that it's not a problem. However, there is a Chassam Seifer, I forgot where it is, I once saw it on Croesus, that he writes that we see that the Ashem Taloi, which is an ashram. Let's say a person goes into his fridge. He had two pieces of meat. One was vadai treif. One was vadai kasher. He ate one of them. He doesn't know which one he ate. Halach is he brings an ashram taloi. So an ashram taloi is a ram, while a chatas is a small animal. And he asks, I don't understand. A chatas, a person knew he ate it. He, ate, he knows exactly he ate an isser. He brings a small animal. The, the ashram, you bring a bigger animal. So he says that when a person does tshuva, 
on a Tanai, he's not sure if he really did the Avera, it's not such a good tshuva. So that's why you have to bring a bigger carbon to remember that you really have to do tshuva here. So the Chassam Seifer writes that it's better not to do these mitzvahs on a Tanai. That you're, you're saying Kriya Shema in the morning, if, um, if, um, if later on I'll make it with a brachai, so then that will be my Kriyashma. Otherwise, my Kriyashma will be now. You end up saying it very fast. It's not the, not the right way to do it. But you see from our Gemara that it works. The question, the Chassam Seifer is just being sensitive if it's, a, if it's a good idea. But either way, we see from our Gemara that it does work. Okay, tomorrow we'll get into which uh, vegetables are your choice for Mara. We'll talk about between other endives and the romaine lettuce, other lettuce, butter lettuce, whatever people want to talk about. All right, have a good night.